Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners, and welcome to the August 25th, 24th, 2023 Midday Movie Madness Weekly Weekend Warrior with me, Movie Guru. Today, Ari Kohavi, John Lopes, Harry Potter actor Rupert Grint, a.k.a. Ron Weasley, TV actor Chad Michael Murray, who just welcomed his third child and second daughter, Earlier this month, young adult author John Green and Stephen Fry and doc, and actor Stephen Fry have birthdays. 1990s The Witches, 2001's Jalen Silent Bob Strike Back, the 1979 Facts of Life TV show, 2018's The Happy Time Murders and Searching, and 2007's The Nanny Diaries and Mr. Beans all debuted on this day. I want to wish a day early, August 25th, birthdays to two of my cousins, Sadie Engelman of Avon, Indiana, who's about to start first grade, turned seven. I hope you enjoy the book coming your way. I also want to give an enormous shout out to my cousin, Sarah Hannah Wolf's son, Raphael of Israel, who turns a year old tomorrow. I hope you enjoy the digital present I'm sending you. Happy early birthday to my cousin, Matt Loveden. He, along with actor Macaulay Culkin, actress Kiki Palmer, Melissa McCarthy, the late mathematician Catherine Johnson and Chris Pine, have birthdays August 26th. I'd also like to wish my cousin Reese Engelman of Mill Valley, California, Marshall Tov, on his bar mitzvah that day. I'm sure you will be awesome. The Seventh Heaven TV show, 2020's New Mutants, The Beatles' 1968 song Hey Jude, 1994's Natural Born Killers in Camp Nowhere, the 2016 anime Your Name, and 2011's Don't Be Afraid of the Dark and Our Idiot Brother all debuted that day. Bark! Bark! August 26th is also National Dog Day, that annual holiday celebrating dogs for bringing attention and encouraging adoption worldwide. I want to give a shout out to all the dogs out there, including the countless ones I know, which include Scout Kenny, Cooper Hurst, who barked his way to his second birthday, August 12th, Finn McCardle, Barley Leader, Nick Bartson's dogs, Roxy, Bob, and Gary McNamara, Quinn and Bree Steinberg, Tessa, Kenzie, and Lulu Kasky, Finn Bell, Gus Laughlin, who turned three earlier this month, but I forgot to uh, report his birthday. And Lalo Tolly, Moosey Engelman, Paige Woodsbury's dogs, Stacey Dwyer's dogs, August Muller, the Nivens dogs, Luna Engelman, Lily Bourbeau, Oliver and Sophie Donovan, Mac McCabin, Lily Bresler, Truffles Engelman, Pushkin Golan, Opie Soares, Echo Engelman, Maggie Engelman, Newton Capello, Gonzo Molly and Sierra Corrales, Scarlett Beckett, Dolly Pardon Dresner, Kelly Cass's two dogs, Slater Merriman's dogs, Marge Daphner, Smooch Burka, Ruby and Matisse LeBeau, Cami Zadro's dogs, and all the other dogs out there that I can't think of any. As such, I'll be talking about a pack of four dog films later on today. I want to wish my cousin Mary Claire Rivera and her husband, Dan's daughter, Winnie, a very special early happy birthday. 
happy fifth birthday, I should say, as her birthday is this Sunday, September 27th, which is National Cinema Day. More on that later. Your birthday presents will be a bit late, Winnie, but one of them should be coming very shortly. She shares her birthday with Matt Kasky, Robin Curry, Ariana Greenblatt, who plays the girl, the daughter in Barbie, Aaron Paul, and the late Paul Rubens, and dog trainer Caesar Millian. 1953's Roman Holiday, 1958's Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, the practically perfect in every way 1964 film Mary Poppins, 2020's Bill and Ted Face the, Mu- the Music, and 2021's Candyman remake all debuted that day. Barbara Rothenberg, TV actress Leia Michelle, the late singer Michael Jackson, the late director William Friedkin were all born August 29th, which is the debut date for the 2019 Netflix rom-com Falling in Love, 2013's One Direction, This Is Us, and 1997's The Full Monty, among many others. Join the actors of the nonprofit organization Cape Cod Can Collaborative Arts Network, that's Cape Cod Can, as they take to the Cotuit Center for the Arts stage on September 7th at 6 p.m. for the very first Cape Cod Can live variety show since 2019. The show, called Cape Cod Can's Express Yourself Variety Show, will have poetry, dancing, acting, and music, and presented by skilled, enthusiastic performers, including yours truly. To find out more, visit artsinthecave.org or visit the Ketuit Center for the Arts box office during normal hours. This public service announcement was brought to you by 90.7 WKKL. After the reign of Warner Brothers Barbie is over, at least on the box office front, thrown anyways, for the first time since its July 21st opening, Greta Gerwig's Directed film wasn't the top, gro- the country's top grossing film for the weekend. Instead, that honor went to DC's superhero film and fellow Warner Brothers release, Blue Beetle, with a softer than expected debut of twenty five point four million. Overseas, it added eighteen million from sixty three markets, with just forty three million dollars globally. It's one of the softest starts in DC Cinematics Universe yet. It cost well over $100 million to produce and tons more to promote. So we really need to defy audience, defy box office odds to even it out. It's the third 2023 film, DC film debut disaster. After Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which made only $30.1 million, $30. million in March, and The Flash, which zoomed to $55 million in June, both of which crashed really hard after opening. Though Barbie slipped to second with $21.5 million, she ended her brain on top on a high note. She's now 2023's highest grossing film, with $574.2 million. 
overthrowing Universal Illuminations Entertainment, the Super Mario Brothers movies. The last time Warner Brothers ruled with a top-grossing movie of the year was in 2011 with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, which made 381 million spells. Keep in mind, the year isn't over yet. Last week, the fantasy comedy crossed the $1.2 billion worldwide mark after hitting the $1 billion milestone, less than three weeks beforehand. That's a feat just achieved by about 50 films in the total history of cinema. The film is coming to digital platforms on September 5th, and a new Netflix Barbie series called Barbie Enter the Magic, which comes September 1st, was just announced today. Not only that, Variety.com declared yesterday, Greta Gerwig's hot pink comedy is about to get even bigger. Warner Brothers has sent up an IMAX run for the film with a limited one-week engagement beginning on September 22nd. The, fi- the release will also feature exclusive new post-credits footage selected by the film's director. The plans, which include a North American rollout and select international territories, were announced by Warner Brothers execs Jeff Goldstein, president of domestic distribution, and Andrew Cripps, president of international distribution, on Wednesday afternoon. The statement also included words from Gerwig. We made Barbie for the big screen, so it's a thrill to be able to bring it to IMAX, the biggest screen of all, Gerwig said. As a special thanks to Barbie fans, we're excited to share a little bit more of our cast and crew's incredible work by adding new special footage, special new footage we hope the audiences will enjoy. Oppenheimer, which was released the same day as Barbie, fell to third and made $10.6 million, bringing its total U.S. Tall to $285 million. According to IMDb.com, Sharon Stone was originally set to play Victor Cord, but she bowed out and was replaced by Susan Sarandon, with Susan Sarandon. Stone played the villain in 2004's Catwoman, while Sarandon was considered to play Catwoman in 1992's Batman Returns. Speaking of DC films, The Flash speeds its way to the Max streaming service tomorrow, August 25th. I do have some sad news. 66-year-old Emmy-winning TV actor Ron Cephas Jones passed from a, away from a pulmonary issue last Saturday night. Best known as This Is Us is William Hale. He also appeared in Luke Cage, Looking for Alaska, Mr. Robot, 2019's Dolmite is my name, 2007's Across the Universe, and 1998's Got Game. Sorry, Britney Spears fans. It was declared Monday that once upon a once upon a one more time, the Spears viewed jukebox musical is taking its final bow September 23rd. That's mere month after the play, based on the singer's hit songs such as Circus, of course, Baby One More Time, Toxic, Oops I Did Again, and Lucky, opened June 22nd at the Marquee Theaters. I guess Bradley, Brittany couldn't cut it on Broadway. Variety.com announced August 21st 
Charles Martinet, the iconic voice of Mario for more than three decades, is stepping away back from recording character voices for Nintendo as he transitions into a new role. Now a Mario ambassador, Martinet will travel the world and interact with fans on behalf of the gaming company. Martinet is not involved in the upcoming Super Mario Brothers Wonder Game out October 20th on Nintendo Switch. While Charles is not involved with this game, we're excited to honor his legacy and contributions, including looking ahead to what he'll be doing as a Mario ambassador, Nintendo said in a statement to Variety. Martinet started at Nintendo in 1991, and his first major performance as the mustachio plumber was in 1996's Super Mario 64, the landmark 3D platformer that introduced much of the world to Mario's enthusiastic Italian intonation. He's credited with voicing Mario and a handful of other Mushroom Kingdom adventures, including Luigi, Wario, and Waluigi in over 150 Nintendo games, bringing to life Mario's unforgettable catchphrases like let's go mamma mia and wahoo. Martinet left his mark on some of Nintendo's biggest properties, including Mario Kart, Super Mario Galaxy, and Mario Party. Martinet even had a brief cameo in this year's The Super Mario Brothers movie, in which Chris Pratt took over as Mario. The Rap.com declared last night, pro wrestler Terry Funk has died, according to WWE and pro wrestler Mick Foley. Funk was 79 years old. Along with wrestling, the highly respected performer worked in film, including multiple Sylvester Stallone projects as far back as 1978's Paradise Alley. Funk also appeared in Over the Top, did stunts in Rocky Three, and choreographed the climatic fight in Rocky V. Funk was also featured in the classic film The Roadhouse and Johnny and Knoxville's The Ringer. In better news, Gizmodo announced August 21st. It's been a long time since Frozen 2, and it's going to be an even longer wait until, still until Disney is able to do anything about its plans for a third entry in the series. So, why not podcast? That seemingly is the question Disney has asked itself and answered in the form of the Disney Frozen podcast, Forces of Nature, a new 12-episode narrative podcast that is aimed at the 6 to 12 year old audience. Hosted by Ginger Z, by ABC's Ginger Z, what's being described as season one of the series will follow Anna and Elsa as they find themselves facing a threat to the very spirits of nature itself and strange mechanical beings ro- that be roaming the enchanted forest. Aside from familiar faces from the movies like Anna and Elsa, the podcast will introduce new characters as well. Although, whether or not they'll have some part to play in the eventual Frozen 3 remains to be seen. The Disney Frozen podcast, Forces of Nature, is set to begin streaming sometime in October. Rihanna and Serena Williams' baby girls are here. Earlier this week, it was announced Rihanna, who announced her pregnancy at her show-stopping Super Bowl halftime show earlier this year, secretly had her second child earlier this month. The newborn's arrival makes her and partner ASAP Rocky's 15-month-old son, Arza, 
I mean, RZA, a big brother. Serena Williams' nearly six-year-old daughter, Olympia, became an elated big sister August 22nd. That's when her tennis champion mother and her dad, Alexis Onahan, welcomed Adra River Ohanian into the world. Speaking of new arrivals, Bruins forward Charlie Colwell and his wife, Danielle, became first-time parents August 20th when the stork delivered for their newborn baby girl, Lilia Lane Colisle. Congratulations. Woohoo! National Cinema Day is back. Variety.com announced the exciting news August 20th, stating this Sunday, all movies, all formats, yes, even IMAX, if Oppenheimer isn't already sold out on your local 77mm screen, all showtimes all day will cost less than $4 at participating theaters. More than 3,000 locations with approximately 30,000 available screens are expected to take part in the one-day event. The second annual National Cinema Day hosted by the Cinema Foundation is designed to celebrate the power of movies to bring us all together or to populate multiplexes during the dog's days of summer. Approximately 8.1 million moviegoers turned out for last year's inaugural National Cinema Day and resulted in the highest attended day of 2022, according to the National Association of, Foot- of Theater Owners. Earlier this week, it was announced that famous boy band NSYNC is reuniting for the first time in 15 years for new music for Trolls Band Together starring their former band member, Justin Timberlake, as Branch. Not only that, the rest of the band members will have voices in the film. What will they be? You'll have to wait until November 17th to find out. Soda Pop, Johnny, Pony Boy, and the rest of the cast of the famous Essie Hinton novel, The Outsiders, and the iconic 1983 Francis Ford Coppola film, We'll tell audiences to stay gold. We'll tell Broadway audiences to stay gold in a few months. They're making their Broadway play debut. The Outsiders play, which has Angelina Jolie as a producer, starts previews at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater on March 16th, with its official opening set for April 11th. Percy Jackson fans rejoice. We have a date for the Percy Jacksons and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief Disney Plus series. The show, based on Rick Riordan's best-selling popular series, will debut new episodes weekly, starting with a two-episode premiere on December 20th. Disney released the date and the first teaser for the show on Friday, August 18th, which, as Percy Jackson fans know, is Percy Jackson's birthday. 97-year-old actor Vic Van Dyke, Dick Van Dyke is taking up a surprising new hobby, learning how to play the ukulele. July 21st saw the unexpected massive force that was Barbieheimer totally take over the world in social media. On September 29th, a new box office battle mashup will take place, Saw Patrol. That's the horror sequel Saw X taking on the family-friendly kiddie sequel Paw Patrol the Mighty Movie.
Collider.com announced August 19th the rivalry between the two films began last Saturday when the Paw Patrol social media team released a post that looked like an ordinary business trying to promote a kid's films with activities in the image. Saw X's account, though, shared the post with an extra image of old Jigsaw tra- uh, solving one of the image's activities. This is the first time the studios have actually acknowledged the release date coincidence themselves, although the shared release date has been known for a while. The question remains, who will come out on top? Three films based on true life stories come to the big screen this week. Vroom, vroom, racing into theaters Friday, August 25th, 2023, is Neil Blomkamp's biographical sports drama Gran Turismo, based on the racing simulation video game series of the same name. It stars Archie Medequa, David Harbour, Jimon Hansu, Orlando Bloom, Jerry Howell Horner, and Darren Barnett. It tells the true story of how avid Gran Turismo video gamer Jim Maddenborough a failed ex-race car driver, and an idealistic motorsport exec came together for a contest and risked it all to take on the world's most elite, fastest sports. According to IMDb.com, the real Jan Marsenborough plays a stunt double in the film for the actor that plays himself. And it was actually filmed on location... In, on real racetracks around the world, including the Red Bull Ring in Austria, the Slovakia Ring in Slovakia, the Nürnberg Ringer, the Dubai Autodrome, and the Hungaroring. Going from the racing track to the baseball field, we have the biographical baseball drama, The Hill, the August 25th film about baseball players, Ricky Hill stars Dennis Quaid, Colin Ford, Joel Carter, and Scott Glenn. Despite wearing leg braces due to generative spinal disease, young Ricky Hill enjoys playing baseball in his small Texas town. But his father, pastor, his pastor father, makes him stop playing to prevent further injuries. Years later. He's labeled as a baseball phenomenon and has a chance to try out for a famous and has a chance to try out for a major from famous major base major league talent scout. His choice divides the family. What will happen? What will he do next? The last of the true life tales is the August twenty fifth. To limited release, Golda, starring Helen Marin, Camille Colton, Leo Schreiber, and Lior Ashkenazi. It tells of Prime Minister of Israel Golda Meir's life, particularly the tribal and the overwhelming odds she had to deal with during the intense 19 days of the Yom Kippur War in 1973. Rawr! Roaring its way 
to theaters for a special 30th anniversary 3D re-release is Steven Spielberg's groundbreaking sci-fi actioner Jurassic Park with Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, and Richard Attenberg. Based on Michael Critchin's 1990 novel, The Same Name, the first film in the original Jurassic Park trilogy, and thus the very first Jurassic Park film in general, is set at a wildlife park of revived dinosaurs on a remote island near Costa Rica. It really doesn't need a recap, as it just roared to its 30th anniversary on June 11th, and I talked about it quite recently. It made over $914 million worldwide in its original theatrical run, surpassing E.T. the Extraterrestrial to become the highest-grossing film ever up until the release of 1997 Titanic Sunk It. According to IMDb.com, due to the rain, the T-Rex robots occasionally malfunctioned. Producer Kathleen Kennedy recalled the T-Rex went into the heebie-jeebies sometimes. Scared the crap out of us. We'd be like eating lunch and all of a sudden a T-Rex would come alive. At first we didn't know what was happening and then we realized it was the rain. You'd hear people start screaming. What's interesting is that this is Sir Richard Attenborough's first acting role since The Human Factor in 1979, which was 14 years beforehand. And did you know that Jim Carrey was considered for the role of Ian Malcolm that ended up going to Jeff Goldblum? The revived dinos aren't the only familiar faces coming back this weekend. May's live-action Little Mermaid remake, which makes a big splash on Disney Plus September 6th and on physical DVD September 19th, swims back to theaters this weekend with a very special sing-along edition. Bark, bark, woof, woof, As I said earlier, as I said at the start of this break, Saturday is National Dog Day 2023. And what better way to celebrate than look at four dog films that were selected by two different people. Fur Soft, sorry, couldn't resist. Pongo, in, let's revisit Pongo and P, Pongo Perdita, Anita and Roger Darling, and the fur loving fashionista Cruella de Vil. Cruella Deville, if she doesn't scare you, then nothing will. To see her is to take a sudden chill. Sorry, I couldn't help it. And 99 of the cutest, most adorable Dalmatian puppies in Disney history. That's right. I'm talking about the 1961 wonderful, sorry, that was bad, Disney animated classic 101 Dalmatians, suggested by Cassie Steinberg of Highness, Massachusetts. Based on Dottie Smith's 1956 book, The 101 Dalmatians, it barked its way from the page to the screen on January 25, 1961. So it just turned 62 earlier this year. It starred ben, the voices of Ben Wright, Rod Taylor, Betty Lou Gerson and Kate Bauer. Having been a part of popular, I mean popular cop culture, sorry, again, I couldn't resist, and beloved for all that time, 
It doesn't even need a plot recap. Its success saved Disney from the financial slump made two years prior by Sleeping Beauty, a costlier, not very well-received film. Yes, really, folks, Sleeping Beauty was not a hit whatsoever and nearly sank the studio when it opened. Adjusted for inflation and countless re-releases, it chowed down on a lifetime gross of over $880,264,400 canine crunchy dog treats. Bow, wow, wow. Its enormous franchise includes toys, books, its live-action 1996 remake with Jeff Daniels as Roger and Glenn Close as Cruella, and that film's 2000 sequel, 102 Dalmatians, the 1997-1998 cartoon, 100 Dalmatians, the series, plus the Descendants series, which had Cruella and her son Carlos, played by the late Calvin Bryce. There's also the recent 2019-2020 Disney XD cartoon series, 101 Dalmatian Street, and the 2021 live-action spin-off prequel, Cruella, with Emma Stone as a young version of the titular character, which already has a sequel in development, to nobody's surprise. Did you know the puppy's birth really happened to Dottie Smith? Her Dalmatian did have... Our Dalmatians did have 15 puppies, but one was born lifeless, but her husband revived it. They only kept a small number of them and sold most of them. And possibly on purpose, Suffolk happens to be exactly 101 miles away from London. That's interesting. Next, I have the classic October 19, 17, 1974 film Benji, suggested by Lisa Potts of Hyannis. Director Joe Camp's film was the first in a series of five films about the mixed dog breed, the mixed breed dog named Benji. Benji is a, str- a str- is a stray but lovable dog who's adored by. By the townspeople, including two children named Cindy and Paul, whose father won't allow them to keep him. When the kids are kidnapped, though, for ransom, it's up to Benji to save the day. The film grossed 45 million bones, and its theme song got an Oscar nomination for Best Original Song. According to IMDb.com, it was apparently a major guilty pleasure. Of Alfred Hitchcock. Yes, strange. I know. Its sequels are 1997's For the Love of Benji's, 1980's Oh Heavenly Dog, 1987's Benji the Hunted, 2004's Benji Off the Leash, and the 2018 Netflix Ren. And the 2018 Netflix Benji reboot. Cassie would also like me to go back in time to April 3rd, 1992, when the late Charles Grodin, Sarah Rose Carr, Nicole Tom, Bonnie Hunt, Stanley Tucci, and Dean Jones and Christopher Castle starred alongside a lovable, giant, drooling St. Bernard called Beethoven. 
in the title of film, Beethoven. The film was written by John Hughes under the pen name of Edmund Dantes and Amy Holden Jones and directed by the late Ivan Reitman, who gave the world Ghostbusters. The $147 million dog treat earner focused on the Tyler dog, who becomes the center of attention for the Noon family, not the dog, George, but must deal with a cruel dog-napping veterinarian. It was followed by five sequels and three standalone films that use the Beethoven name and a St. Bernard, but doesn't mention the Noons. Beethoven's second was released in 1993, and the remaining ones were direct-to-video films. 2000's Beethoven's Third, 2001's Beethoven's Fourth, Beethoven's Fifth in 2003, Beethoven's Big Break in 2008, Beethoven's Christmas Adventure in 2011, and 2014's Beethoven's Treasure Tale. After playing Dr. Herman Venkman in the film, Dean Jones Jones voiced George Newton in the shortly of 1994 cartoon TV series, whereas Nicole Tom reprised her role as Rice Newton. According to IMDb.com, Steve Martin was actually the first choice to play George Newton, and John Candy, Rick Moranis, Danny DeVito, Dan Aykroyd, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Murray, and Robin Williams were considered for the part, but it went to Charles Grodin. Last but not least, I have the February 18, 2005 family drama comedy Because of When Dixie, also suggested by Lisa Potts. Adapted from Kate DiCamillo's 2000 novel, the same name, it stars Anna Sophia Robb in her film debut, the late Cicely Tyson. Eva Marie Saint, Dave Matthews, Luke Benward, Elle Fanning, and many others. The release centers on mischievous, scruffy Burger Picard Stray, who befriends a lonely girl in her new small town and helps her get over her shyness and make new friends. It ate up $35.5 million dog bones in theaters. According to IMDb.com, The Mouse and the Film? was actually played by a rat. The choice was made since rats are much easier to train, although a mouse would have been much preferable. Taylor Momsen, Emily Osmond, Alison Stoner, India Elsie, and Jeanette McCurdy all auditioned for the role of Opal. Order up the first teaser trailer for Good Burger 2 with Kel Mitchell... Keenan Thompson, Little Ray Howery, Elizabeth and Emily Hinkler, Annabelle Grates, Josh Server, Jillian Bell, Carmen Electra, and Camille Fairburn was released on Monday. The film gets served to Paramount Plus on this November. Coming to Netflix tomorrow, August 25th, is the comedy drama You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah, starring Sandy Sadler, Samantha Lorraine, Adam Sandler, Dylan Hoffman, Idina Menzel, Jackie Sandler, Sadie Sandler, Louis Guzman, Sarah Sherman, and Jenna and Jackie Hoffman. This film is, adopt, is adapted from the 2005 hit young adult novel of the same name. Lydia Rodriguez Katz and Stacey Friedman 
our best of friends who've always dreamed about having epic blowout bat mitzvahs together. But things start to go extremely and comically wrong when a popular boy in medical drama threatened to re- ruin their friendship and their Jewish rite of passage. According to IMDb.com, this is Idina Menzel and Adam Sandler's second collaboration in movie where they play husband and wife. The first one was 2019's Uncut Gems. Awkwardly enough, Sandler's real-life wife, Jackie Sandler, is in the film. Speaking of Sandler, the teaser trailer for his next Netflix film, the animated film Leo, out in November, dropped its first trailer the other day. And finally, speaking of Netflix, the streamer dropped the first trailer for the first film in Zack Snyder's epic space, epic two-part space drama, Rebel Moon, this week. The first film, called The Child of Fire, comes to the streamer on December 2nd, while part two, called The Scar Giver, bows on April 19th. 2024. That's all for this week's news and flashback fun, folks. So, in my mistake, that's all for this week's news, folks. So, until we meet again, as always, stay safe, get to the theaters if you can, and watch lots of movies. Bye, my minions.